Welcome back to the Access Code Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Cody. <laughs> Y'all, this week, I went ahead and had to call my nephew Jordan because today is his birthday, so I went ahead and decided to give him a holler, so you guys are going to hear that. I'm going to uh, talk about my favorite Kobe memories because Kobe, today is Mama Day, and yesterday was his birthday, so yo, I had to do that. I did a review of King's Disease 2 and Pyrex Picasso, and of course, nominated this week by my nephew Jordan, Two for Tuesdays. So let's do it. It's Mamba Day, everybody. So you already should know how I should start this episode. Rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. Let's go. Hold up. Ever since a young boy, I've been getting buckets. buckets. Ever since a young boy, I've been getting buckets. buckets. Pull it back, Kobe. Kobe, 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 Kobe. Pull it back, Kobe. Swish. I don't even gotta look. I take the shot in here. Swish. I don't even touch the rim when I pull up. It's just swish. Backboard wet. Only thing I know is swish. Pull it back, Kobe. Uh, rest in peace to the Mamba and Baby GG. Still remember where I was standing after the three feet. Fro was lined up yelling Kobe, but playing Pee Wee. Well, you know that shoot the freebie right after they tear Achilles. Killer. Number eight was crazy, but 24 was scary. Respect his name, and else he might show up as Bloody Mary. Won't forget the things he mentioned, how to get a Larry. Whatever necessary, he tried to help prepare me. They tell us never look in the eyes of a killer. I did it out respect for the greatest. At Staples Center, the closest thing to MJ, and no, I ain't talking thriller. It ain't an iron team, but a me in it. Please remember, Ben. Ever since a young boy, I've been getting buckets. buckets. Ever since a young boy, I've been getting buckets. buckets. Pull it back, Kobe. Kobe, 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 Kobe. Pull it back, Kobe. Swish. I don't even gotta look. I take the shot in here. Swish. I don't even touch the rim when I pull up. It's just swish. Backboard wet. Only thing I know is swish. Episode 22, everyone. What is going on out there? I know you cannot answer my question, but I hope all is going well. Now, today, 824. And you guys should know those two numbers and who they who they symbolize. Kobe Bean Bryant. He wore eight. He won 24. So today is Mamba Day. Technically, yesterday was his birthday. But today we also celebrate another memory of him. 824 is also major for somebody else. So give me a second, y'all. I'm actually going to give him a call real quick. Hold on for a sec. We're going to see how this works. Hello. Hey, what's going on, mom? You know, Access hey. Code Pie. You know, everyone should remember you from episode seven and also my mom. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Hey, uh, by the chance, is Jordan there with you? Yes, he is. Hold on. I'll get him. Okay. Hello. Hey, what up, Jordan? How are you? I'm good. You on, you on Access Code Pie right now. What is going on with that? You don't know. <laughs> Happy birthday. Thank you. You're welcome. How old are you now? Uh, 12. 12. Dang, man. You was getting up there. You was getting up there. Um, now, even though I know the answers to these questions, but, you know, for the people out there, what grade you in right now? Um, seventh. That is crazy. Like, you grew up on me. Like, you already got dreads. 
you you in the seventh grade right now. This is crazy. Like and everything like that. What you got going over over in the GA? You know, what t- tell the people out there what you doing? Like you know, sports wise, school wise. You know. Um. Right now, I'm trying to try out for the basketball team. Okay. The school, and um, I've been watching um a lot of uh, basketball games to study. Okay. Okay, I like that. I like that. Um, do you realize, like, you know, your day lands on Mamba Day? You know, Kobe's numbers was 8 and 24. You know, how cool is that? Cool. Cool. Who's your favorite basketball player right now, though? My favorite is um, Steph Curry. Okay, okay. All right. So, um, so uh, have you seen him in person before? No. You should. T- tell you, tell, uh... Your mom and dad that, you know, they should definitely um get you some tickets to the Warriors and Hawks game. You know, wouldn't that be fun to go to? Yeah. Yeah. Also, with that being said, you're a big wrestling fan too, huh? Yeah. All right. So, although, as we're as I'm recording this, of course, um, SummerSlam hasn't happened. But are you excited for SummerSlam? Are you going to watch it? Yeah, I'm going to watch it. All right. Uh, who, who's What match are you looking forward to the most? John Cena versus Roman Reigns. All right. Roman is my favorite. Okay. Is he going to win the match? Yeah. All right. Is he your tribal chief? Yeah. <laughs> All right. I like that. I like that. And then you also like the Usos, don't you? Yeah. Okay. They going to win their match against the Mysterios? Heck yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah. All right. All right. Well, real quick, um, because I'm going to mention this on the show. Um, because we had a small conversation about it, so I'm going to let you know. So, you like King Von, right? Yep. What do you like about him the most? Um, he's rapping. He's rapping? I'll tell you what, because, uh, you know, today is your birthday, and I'm going to do something special for you on the show, because I know you had mentioned to me a few weeks ago that King Von's birthday was coming up, and I said, you know what, I'll save it for something special, and today's something special. So I want you to give me a, a King Von two for Tuesday for today. Um, first one is I'm going to give you Dangerous. Okay. The second one is Crazy Story 2. Oh, with Lil Dirt? Yeah. All right, cool. I'll go ahead and do that for you. You know what I'm saying? Happy birthday once again. Um, Just know in about a matter, in a couple of weeks, or actually next week as I, as uh, this is happening, I'm going to come see you and everything. So I'm um, letting you know right now, uh, you got that WWE 2K20, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and beat you in, in Jackson in it. So I'm going to just give you a heads up now. Um, no, please. <laughs> Alright, alright. I'll go ahead and let everybody know the results when, when once that happens and everything like that. I can't wait to see you. Happy birthday. Enjoy your day and everything like that. And um, anything you want to say else to the people before I let you go? Um, You can just say no. If you acknowledge Roman Reigns. Acknowledge Roman Reigns. Okay. <laughs> alright, all right, Jordan. I love you and have a good day, okay? Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. That was my nephew, everyone. 
Um, I just wanted to, to share the moment with him because today's his birthday and everything, and um, wanted him to uh, to be part of the pod this week and everything. Uh, so let's get into it. How should I start this? You know what? Let me just go ahead and let you guys know that since today's Mama Day, I'm gonna share with you guys, you know, my favorite Kobe memories. Okay, so. Kobe was a player that I will honestly tell you guys that I loved and hated in different type of parts. And I know I'm not the only one that that at least paid attention to basketball at that time that thought that. And the reason why I said this is because when he first came out, uh, like, you know, fresh out of high school and then he's on the Lakers and everything. By the way, before I even get into it, you know how bad it got to feel for the, the Charlotte Hornets to trade that pick? I bet they kicking themselves in the face. You know, normally you got something special. You should just give it a shot before you, you know, but hey, there's neither here or there. But Kobe um, was just something special when he first came out. And I think when everybody recognized that, they immediately grasped to it. We got to see Kobe everywhere once people realized how great of a basketball player he was. We got to see him on Moesha. We got to see him. I think he was on an episode of Sister Sister. I think if I'm if I'm wrong. But I think he was. I, I know he was on uh, a Destiny's Child song um, and everything. But, yeah, so that that to me was um, kind of cool in itself. Uh, Shannon, if you listening to this, I don't know if you know this, right? But Shannon was the first person I knew who had a computer and printer at her house. So I'm gonna, I don't know how old I was. I think I was probably like eight or nine, maybe 10 at that. And I went over to uh, her house and I was so fascinated with the fact that she had a computer and a printer. I think we had a computer and that was it. I don't think we had a printer. And let me also let you guys know this. You know how crazy this is that we used to deal, you know, my my 90s babies, you know, we used to deal with like uh, dial up Internet. I had net zero. I don't know if you guys know what that is. Other people had like AOL, all the other stuff. Right. And so. Here's the thing. There was a Kobe Bryant picture that I found online. I don't think I Googled it. I don't even, I think it was AshJeeves.com. Ash I hope you guys, I'm really telling my age right now. I just had my 12-year-old nephew on. I'm really telling my age with this with dial-up internet, Ash Jeeves. God, taking retro. But uh, I remember looking up and I found a Kobe Bryant picture. And I had a picture of myself, of course. And I cut the, uh, the head of, like the head out of my picture and like put some tape on the back of it and st- stuck it on Kobe's face, making it look like I was dunking. That's how that's how immortal that dude was. Michael was my dude because, you know, I you know, born in 89, but I'm still a 90s baby regardless. And I was, you know, that was that era, you know, that Jordan era. He was the top dude. But Kobe was like that next dude. You know, other guys like, you know, Shaq was great, Allen Iverson and stuff. But, you know, there's different types of parts of that. And, um, yeah, Kobe was just cool. Now, the reason why I kind of hated Kobe sometimes because the Lakers just kept winning. And, and, I, and I think I slowly but surely understood why when nobody likes a winner. That sucks to admit, but it's true. Everybody that Dean is on top, you will find a way to say something bad about that person. That's how shit is. So, yeah, Kobe, uh. I, I I hated to see the Lakers winning every year. I don't know. I didn't even have a favorite team at that time. But I just, you know, but but then again, he was so great at what he did. 
we can't deny that. And um, yeah, so the my favorite memory because I gotta I gotta say this one. I went to the very first NBA game at the Ford Center at the time it was called the Ford Center. Now it's the Paycom Center, but it was called the Ford Center. And this is well, well enough. We talking like six years before the Thunder got here. We talking about I don't know five. Uh, four years, three years, right before the the Hornets got here. So Oklahoma City um, had an ex, you know, the preseason game, and they had the Lakers versus the Denver Nuggets. This was October 12, thousand and two. I had to look up the date because I don't have the ticket stub no more. My uncle Rodney secured some tickets. We got some good seats. My mom, my cousin went there. Uh, Shannon, we all. We all enjoyed ourselves, I, and I'm sure, like you know, my other cousins and family was there. We we probably had like two rows of our of our family, and we got some good seats. And uh, I didn't understand preseason basketball as much as I understood, you know, partially um, uh, season basketball. Plus, I think within a few weeks on my birthday, actually, which is you know a few weeks apart from that date to you know my birthday, the my very first basketball practice that I ever practiced for at Cheyenne Middle School was on my actual birthday. So I do remember that. So this was just kind of cool, like just to see this. And um Kobe was in the in the game. And I didn't understand this at the time for preseason that the starters like the big the your your, your big players, your your stars, the guys that's you know the the top dogs, they only play like a quarter, if that. And um it didn't hit me until I'm looking at the game. The game was pretty close. I don't remember the final score. But I do know that uh, I kept saying, why didn't I put Kobe in? Kobe could help him win the game. I didn't understand because they were going in timeouts and Kobe was going back to the bench. But that was the first time I got to see Kobe Bryant in person. And that meant too much, so much to me because I got to see him. You know, like I never get to see Michael Jordan play. I eventually got to see Bron. I got to see uh, other greats. Um you know, a lot of them, and they starting career like a Carmelo, or I got to see Dirk, you know, and then, you know, of course, Kevin Durant and Westbrook and all them. But seeing Kobe Bryant in person, y'all, was so much fun. And um, the other thing I could say was I got to see Kobe come to Oklahoma City for the very first official playoff game at the time it was called the Chesapeake. And I got to see that in person. We got playoff tickets. I spent a hundred dollars to my to the back against the wall, but it was fun. And uh, well, the 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 thought process was it. Now, credit the game was great. Me on a personal level, I brought somebody to the game I shouldn't have brought, but that's neither here or there. Kobe actually had a horrible game. I remember this because he scored twelve points, and the Thunder won that game. I believe that uh, the Thunder got beaten six, and that was the first one. And it was crazy because I was like, I can't believe the Thunder uh, beating the Lakers like this. The Lakers wound up winning the championship that year. Um, was it against? Uh, was it that against? Um, was that against the Magic? I think the Magic was 2010. I can't remember who they beat. Or I think it was against the the Celtics. I think they beat the Celtics, Celtics that year. But yeah, I was great. And um, so 
seeing this man just go through a bunch of things and you know you love him you hate him you know i cheered against him again when he went against uh, the detroit pistons that year i wanted detroit to win that championship so bad they deserved it because i loved ben wallace at that time and then but you know hey it is what it is he was able to give us five and change his number and he scored 81 points y'all let me tell you right now when i was first thinking about doing a podcast that was my first like topic the kobe 81 game that made me want to do a podcast, probably. For real. I wrote that down in a notebook. I wish I could find so I could share with you guys what topics that was in that the mind of Cody at that time. But let me but let me explain to you guys this. When the fact that we no longer have Kobe in in the world right now, it just don't sit right. It just it don't feel right. Like there's certain celebrity deaths that you just like, I can't believe we we don't have this person just here with us no more, sharing that grace. He was able to retire. He retired on top. 60 points in his last game, that you couldn't have done it any better. For real. And um, I remember I was driving. So this would have been uh January 26th. I noticed because this was the day before uh me and Charisma's wedding anniversary. And I was just driving, and my mom had just called me. And um, she had said, hey, did you hear about Kobe? And I was like, no. And she was like, he, he, was, in a, he was in a plane crash. I was like, wait, what? And I was like, and I just, just had, the first thought that went to my mind was like, I believed him. And Gigi just went to um, the Philadelphia 76ers game. Like, you know, they was there. I believe they had pictures and, and, and whatnot. And I was driving. I was like, hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to go to Crest. Let me just, you know. But we was on the phone. We stayed on the phone and stuff. And I was like, oh, it can't be. It can't be. And I remember it like looking on. And, it, and as bad as it sounds, TMZ reported it. And I was like, I, I can't believe it. Kobe's not here no more. Like, Kobe Bryant. Like, any death is is bad because it's going to affect someone you know one way or another but it was kobe bryant y'all it just doesn't sit right with me and um and i didn't think about it because i was so wrapped up in the mindset that kobe's no longer here to find out that Gigi was on that flight as well and that to me, I think that got me a little bit more. I don't even have children, but you don't want kids to to not to not know what you know to fulfill their life. And that really got me. And I'm just like in shock because that happened. And to all the other passengers that also had lost their lives that day, because at first I thought it was just those two, and then when they released more names, I was like, oh my god. And it, it was crazy because it was a Sunday. That day was the Grammys. That day was the Royal Rumble for WWE. And you couldn't, it just, it, it it's like those things are going on and you can't even just wrap your head around it. Because I remember watching the Grammys and, and we was going to, you know, celebrate a little bit more life about, about Nipsey who lost his life the previous year. And, um, of course, you know, I expected him to win some awards, not because he was dead, because, you know, he did put in the work and, and for them to do a tribute and everything. And then 
watching wrestling. I couldn't even. It's like like the day was down. You you know you watching it, and it just it, it just didn't feel right. And um, even for the Royal Rumble, they had Edge come back for the, for the first time in like I don't know twelve years, and that was great for him, but it wasn't exciting. And I remember even Charisma and I, we just had a conversation, and we were just like you know like just talking about like how how this crazy thing was. I I think we may have cried that night too. Like it it may have hit later. But Kobe, he left a big legacy. He was one of the greatest of all time. The greatest Laker, I could say that. And um, and Gigi, you know, you was you you were special, and you was gonna even be more special, as well. Um, my prayers still go out to the family. Uh, no, like we said, like I said earlier, yesterday was his birthday. Today is Mamba Day. We celebrate Kobe to the fullest. He still, he still, is just somebody that. We can all look up to and and just appreciate what he's did for all of us. Even either if you love him or hate him, you can't deny he was one of the best. Mamba out. Everybody out there should already know. Before I get into the topic I'm talking about right now, you should already know I have another podcast. I have that with Charisma, Random Combos from the Couch. And if you guys did not listen to the last episode, here's a clip that you missed. Let me ask you this. Do you think it's a boy or a girl? I don't fucking know. The reason why I ask because do they stick in the in the theme because we got story story stormy Stormy. of the weather yeah like sunny for a girl gosh i hope not all right here's the thing i thought about this because travis scott's name isn't really travis scott i think that if it's a boy i think he should call it travis we call him tj Mm, they got me thinking of like uh hold on wait actually scott ain't even his last name it's webster so it would it'd be like travis webster Travis, Travis Webster sound like a, a fucking like but now I'm overthinking small about Ford or a, a tight uh, end or some shit. Like weather, N- weather, Earth, uh, meteorology, uh, asterd, like asterd, like it's. Did, did you say asterd? Yeah. I I I I, I don't, like a turd. Like no, shit? I know that's not the correct. You uh, an asteroid? No, 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 no. Asteroid would work. I didn't think about that. One. No, it's like it was um. If anybody watches The Office, y'all should know what I'm talking about. Is when Jan had the baby and they had the name and it was like, it's Aster, but it wasn't pronounced Aster. It was like Astrid. Astrid. Thank you. <laughs> Aster. Jesus. Yes. Every Saturday, check us out. All right, we're getting back into the show, y'all. So, didn't get the chance to do this two weeks ago for one project and a week ago for another one. So I'm going to highlight some music so I'll get back into my review bag. So let's get this started off with Nas King's Disease 2. You should already know, Hitboy did the beats all over again. So on my very first episode, I, I highlighted that the fact that Nas won a Grammy for King's Disease, the first one. And that was his first Grammy win, which as long as he's been in this game, as much as he's able to be the legend that we was all able to see from a young 17, 18-year-old kid to where he is now is is, is mind-boggling. Mind-boggling. Mind-blowing. Excuse me. 
So at the same time, y'all, this one for some reason when I when I found out that he was doing a part two, I got excited. I like the King's Disease, the first one. Now, of course, is it in my top five Nas albums? I don't know, but it was definitely a good project. The last best Nas before this one, of course, album that I've listened to was um, Life Is Good. But this one was definitely like you know, well, King's Disease. But King's Disease too. Everybody, for real. He got in his bag, okay? I like how he started out the album with the pressure, you know? He went ahead, like, boom, he went in, boom. Death Row East, let me highlight this track. Great storytelling and, and true situation of this track. Um, Pac being alive and we, if, if he was able to still live and not be murdered and everything, we was gonna get Death Row East. And from with the song, from the perspective I got from that, from that song, of course, him and uh, Nas almost pieced it up, and that would have been great for hip hop. Can you imagine uh, just an original? Not to say that, and I'm, if they if they done one, I maybe haven't listened to it in a while, or I haven't listened to it at all, or it's never been released or whatever. But Nas and Pac on the same track on a good on good good terms, and you know, probably been in the studio together would have been perfect. We didn't have the chance of getting that luxury. But at the same time, I appreciated this track. And I appreciate that he spliced in the the concert live show that he had when him and Ed Lover was on stage. And Ed Lover had announced to everyone there in New York, hey, Pop uh, passed away, everyone. So, you know, in, in the fact that it was just, it was crazy. Okay? I like 40 Side. I like it. It's just, it was a cool beat and everything. Uh, EPMD. Two, he got EPMD on the track. I was able to hear some Eric and Parrish in 2021. And, and I love the fact. Now, for Eminem, though, I'm not going to front. When I first listened to it, I was like, hey, boy, please don't chase the beat when Eminem raps. Please don't chase the beat when Eminem raps. And he did. And I was like, fuck. I, I was, I, look, it just, you know, Eminem can rap. I just don't, I, I'm not big on him. They always got to change the beat when he raps. I'm not big on that. Rare. Like, you know, he in this rare form. This is a track from a guy that's grown. You you can't, a young dude can't spit a track like this. It gotta be with someone that got that that age, that wisdom a part of it and everything. Um, I did I did not like the YKTV track with with A Boogie in a hoodie. Um and YG. It, I can go without that song. I'm gonna be honest with you. I can go without it. And, and I'm mad that um because you know, Hip Boy redid the beat for "Life Is Like a Dice Game," and they had Corday and Freddie Gibbs. They could have easily took the, uh, the YK TV track out and put that in, or just moved everything up and made the "Life Is Like a Dice Game" track at the end. That probably be if you know, whenever I get the chance, that may be a two for Tuesday. So just be on the lookout if you haven't listened to it, or just go listen to it. Store Run. Let me tell y'all this. This was also another grown track. This was a grown ass album. But it just. Like, you know, I'm gonna send you little niggas on the store run, you know, like, you know, go give me this. You know, you, you got you gotta pay your dues, little boy. That's what I got from it. Um, he had Lauren Hill on the album and, and she was spitting. She was getting she was doing it. And let me tell you, from the first you know, the first time I heard from them doing the collaboration, uh, you know, the uh If I Rule the World, that song cool, but uh pop when he did Troublesome 96, I can't listen to the Lauryn Hill and, and Nas version of that track. But I like this one more than I like If I Rule the World. I'm, if I'm going to keep it all the way 100 with you guys. 
uh, cool that he had Uncle Charlie on the album. You know, I, I like the fact that he brought him back on this one, and this sounded real good. You know, No Funny Love, I like that one. Um, Brunch on Sundays is the most random song on the album, but it slaps. And on top of that, you know, ladies, young ladies, you know, uh, you know, the, the the ladies that got and everything, y'all definitely gotta use the Instagram captions. And I like how he incorporated what happened back in Dallas, you know, when when they was all twerking and stuff like that. Maybe to the point where, like, shoot, I like brunch, and you know, it'd be cool to you know just to have see people having fun and being at brunch and enjoying food and everything like that. I mean, when you got bottomless mimosas, what do you expect is gonna happen? Girls are gonna be you know throwing their ass in a circle and stuff. But yeah, for real, y'all, definitely check out this project. You know, he he did a good job. Hit Boy, you did it once again. If y'all don't have, to, you know, it, it depends on how you guys do this, but you got to understand, you got to give this boy his flowers. I'm saying boy because his name is Hit Boy. You got to give Hit Boy his flowers, y'all, for real. And I got to, before I get into the next thing I'm going to uncover on this, uh, on this, you know, on this topic, all the Nas fans or hip hop fans. Y'all got it. We got to get away from this Nas and Jay-Z thing. When Nas drop a great project, let it be a great project. You ain't got to bring Jay-Z into this. I'm talking about mainly Twitter. If any, if, if you guys are really wondering why I'm saying this. I am tired of seeing, oh, man, King's disease is better than 444. If that's your opinion, that's your opinion. Why the fuck do you feel the need to have to say that? And on top of that... I saw this the day of the album. The album's only been out for two hours, and motherfuckers was really out there just talking about this. Look, both of them are great. We don't have to have a, You don't have to be divine. We have so many hip-hop artists out there. Love who you love, but y'all ain't really got to get into this. Y'all really don't have to get into this. So, let both of them be great. They they cordial. They cool. You know, and yes, the the whole coincidental. Every time Nas drops something, Jay Z happened to drop something around that time and stuff. We get it, cool. It's fun, but at the same time, y'all ain't got a big y'all ain't got a big one to bring somebody down. They both on a level where both of the other guys. Here's the thing: we don't have Pac here no more. We don't have Big here no more. We can say, with the exception of the set of Ice Cubes, the KRS Ones, the the Chuck D's, the Rakim's, and Big Daddy Kane, and all of them. We have Nas and Jay-Z. We talking about guys that came out around the same time and they still are able to come out with music and it's good. They legends. Give them their flowers and let's enjoy them and cherish them while we still have them here. Okay? Moving on. Shit. I'm sorry, y'all. I just, I felt like we, you know, we got to bring everything up. I know I had mentioned on one episode, I want to say it's the uh, Jay-Z episode. I had talked about the whole takeover and ether thing, and I said takeover to me was better than ether. That was my opinion, and that's it's cool. But that don't take nothing from ether. They don't take nothing from from Nas. I still enjoy Nas. Okay, let's just let's just move on from that shit. I'm gonna get into an EP, y'all. Now I already mentioned the first episode. I talked about how when uh, King's Disease won a Grammy on a you know from that, but also I highlighted a Biddy the Butcher review of Plugs I Met Too with Harry Fraud, right? So Biddy. Just, you know, he's in the studio. He keep working. So he has an EP called Pyrex Picasso. Love the name. And the, and the art cover is pretty dope, too. You know, a little cartoon, right? So he already mentioned before I listened to it, of course. This is a three-year, like, uh, the shit that was recorded about three years ago. 
And so anyone should know three years ago was 2018 and his best project and probably one of the best projects that came out that year. Okay. For real. I got to say this, and this is my honest opinion. This song, this, this EP has seven tracks, six songs. Of course it's 19 minutes long. I like it better than plugs. I met too. There. I said it not take anything away from plugs. I met too. But every single song on this project hit. Every single one. Yeah, Rick Hyde. We just had released the project called Place 2. Definitely check it out. He had Conway the Machine, which I'm going to see in a few weeks. And he had uh, he had El Camino. You know, Buffalo Dude. You know, and he can spit too. But this, this EP was just... I'm looking at it like, man, I'm, I'm, I listen to so many music that day. Because I'm going to highlight Big Crit stuff on another episode sometime. But I, I definitely wanted to talk about this because I talked about the Nas album. And I wanted to fit in for, like, you know, EP and stuff. Flood, Flood the Block, uh, the first, like, intro. Like, the, the intro, like, started, you know, opening song, of course. That heartbeat just, like, that was Billy Benny's element, right? Pyrex Picasso, the title track with uh, Rick Hyde and, um, and and Conway, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It, it was definitely something that um, that I really can mess with and everything. I like when when Conway and Benny get on the same track because I feel like they up, you know, they always one up each other. Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna just kind of like say something real quick. If you guys listened to the last episode of Random Comments from the Couch, me and Charisma Head got into a friendly debate about Drake and um in Kendrick Lamar and then at one point she asked me you know or she had mentioned that Drake is the best rapper out and I was like hold on rapper that's a little bit too too much to it so if you ever get in an argument and I know I'm not the only one that did this you ever get in an argument and then you realize what you could have said like out but the the, the argument is already done hours ago I should have mentioned that Drake is the best artist but best rapper no because she had mentioned what do you think it is Biddy the Butcher Conway the Machine and, and really, I should be like, yeah, because Benny's the best rapper out right now. You, you heard me, right? Benny the Butcher is the best rapper out right now. For real. So, just leaving it at that. Let's get back into it. 73, good song and everything. The whole project, y'all. The whole project. Fly With Me. I like the ending of that, whatever. It, I ain't gonna front, as I listen to this, like, man, you know. I wish he would have gave us about three more songs that he probably got in a vault and put it on this project. And this could have just been that one. Um, not taking anything away from Plugs I Met 2. He's definitely going to go on tour with that. It's going to work itself out. It charted, so good for him and everything. But y'all, check it out. Uh, Pyrex Picasso. Um, I'm backed up on music reviews that I want to do. So I'll leave you guys with that. And, uh, you know, since I love music, let's just get into the next segment, y'all. No, we can't end this podcast without doing one of my favorite parts of the show for real for real and if you listen to the first part because i know you did because you got to the end of it my my nephew jordan nominated two two for tuesdays i only needed him to do one but it's his birthday so i'm gonna let him get away with it the first song we're gonna go ahead and do for two for tuesdays armed and dangerous king vine let's do it Watching me every day, they clocking me. Huh? What? Every day, they clocking me. 
they clocking me. Red alert, I'm the dangerous, I keep that clock on me. And they ain't looking for no trouble, I'm just looking out for me. Cause I done did shit, the niggas ain't talking about no rapping beef. Boy, I'm talking tragedy, masking, casualties. Shit that I can't even remember, bet they remember me. Shit that happened late in December, I bring that winter heat. Niggas down the whole October, the real Halloween. Back to back funerals, it's them or us, it's him or me. Don't get booked, cause ain't no bomb money, we doing this shit for free. If he told, then that ain't my homie, that little nigga weak. If I miss, ain't going to sleep, I'm in the streets, we play for keeps. 2011, August 11, I rap POD. August 9th, two days before, I turned 17. 21 to 45, I'm like, what the fuck that mean? You fighting an armed robbery, shorty, that's what they offer. My little brother getting big, my uncle got that cough again. He been smoking crack since I was born, that monkey stalking him. I used to stay up late at Granny Crib just to talk to him. When I was locked up, got knocked on his door and told him, walk with him. Back to this chilling shit, social started rapping, now the war's going viral. Boy, this bitch cracking, boy, they ass slacking. Hit they block twice, a lot of boom and no jamming. His mama pop out like, oh, goddamn, what happened? This the type of shit happens, the life of a savage. You ain't right, you get left, you slipped up, you ain't had. Not your blood or your cousin, you my son, I'm your daddy. You my son, I'm your daddy. Police steady watching me, every day they clocking me. Red alert, I'm the dangerous, I keep that clock on me. And they ain't looking for no trouble, I'm just looking out for me. Cause I done did shit, the niggas ain't talking about no rapping beat. Boy, I'm talking tragedy, masking, casualties. Shit that I can't even remember, bet they remember me. Shit that happened later. That was Armed and Dangerous from the Welcome to Old Block album. And Jordan decided to go ahead and nominate the second two for Tuesdays this week. King Vine featuring Lil Dirt. This is going to be Crazy Story Part 2. I'm going to let that Mac fly just like my nigga dope. I'm going to let this Mac fly with this one. Hold on. I say I'm going to let it. All right, come on. All right. Got a drop on this flexin' nigga. He from Tennessee. I had a thought. She be with this shit. She told me where he be. I say for show, sure. baby, let me know if you wanna eat. She like Vaughn, you already know. Just put your girl on fleet. I'm like, cool, I can do that, boo. What you want? Some shoes, Jimmy Choo, with a handbag too. Red a baby blue. She get the smile. She ain't used to this, cause she ain't used to shit. I'm just laughing. Coulda been a pimp the way I move my lip. I be speeding. Coulda been a driver the way I push the whip. You a hoe. Coulda been a bitch the way you throw. But fuck that, right back to the script, cause this a major lick. He got bricks, plus his neck and icy, and it matches wrist. Now it's like six. Told her hit his phone, meet her in a wick, but he ain't go. But he ain't that slow, say meet him at the store. I'm like, cool, let him run his move. Do what he gon' do, cause this the plot. Put him in a pot, let it cook like stew. I grab my Glock, if it do a lot. But it's this you like new, we at the top. Yeah, we lost a lot, but that's just how it go. But check the score. If y'all lose one more, that's six to 24. Let me focus, can't be zoning out. He pulling up now, he double pop. He ain't getting out, he in that push to start. That new Porsche is built like a horse, colors like a fork. He got a ring, I guess he ain't divorced. Wife probably a whore. Now she woke up, she strutting her stuff. This bitch thick as fuck. Got in the truck, kissed him on his lip. He cuffing up, but now I sneak up. Crouching like a tiger, light scoop off the wire, the block on fire. So I take precaution, mask on Michael Myers. I'm on his ass, he finna be mad. He gon' beat her ass, but this what happened. I got to the door, I thought I was capping. I was lacking, cause that Go to up, yelling now what's cracking. I'm like what? I'm like nigga who? I was born to shoot. I got aim. I'm like Johnny Dane when it come to chase. So I rise, hit one in his arm, hit one in his thigh. This no lie, bitches do or die. You say you gon' slide, you got some nerves. Yo shit on the curb, boy we put in work from 64th and from 65th we not from 63rd. I got a drop on a rapping nigga. 
I be from the rack. I'm like, cool, better not front your movie, you become a pack. You see Vaughn, you see Sporty Glossy Booker, you see Mac. Yeah, free Mac gon' for a double homie. Phone them, got your back. But fuck that, say you smoking hoop. Quickest way to die, tattoo chain, off who neck, not mine. Ain't no point in trying, they not out. Plus the police hot, ain't no point in slime. They be talking from the internet, they don't be outside. Hit the six, call Dada out. Tell them about the lick, we need tape, we need open phones. Don't forget the blicks. He like, cool, how the nigga look? I pull up some flicks. He like, damn, I think I know the nigga. He cool with his bitch, we every lie. But we went to structure, but we played a lot. Got a goofy walking in and out, telling me it's Kai, he in the cat. Back, I'ma pay you half, finesse. I'm 300, clips don't come like that. Three drums to his chest, boom, boom, boom. Bitch, we lurking 63rd. Bitch, we lurking 63rd. Rest in peace to King Von. Y'all, I remember, I think I discovered King Von, I want to say the end of 2019, maybe, and in the early part of 2020. Um, yo, I started really paying attention to him. My favorite verse from him, and I was going to use that as one of my two for two C's. Thank you, Jordan. It's all good. I love you. Uh, I was going to use Pressing from uh, the track from Sada Baby. That was one of my favorite King Von verses. If you have not listened to that song, go ahead and listen to it. I might, I might. I might add this to the uh, the Access Code playlist, which is on Apple Music. You guys should check it out. So go search at Access Code Pod or my name, Cody Thomas, on Apple Music. The playlist that for songs that is able to be on Apple Music is going, you know, is on the playlist and everything. So a majority of Two for Tuesdays and a lot of just other songs I just happen to incorporate in there as well. So check that out. Also, follow me on social media. That's going to be on Instagram and Twitter at Access Code Pod. And, um, yeah, go ahead and uh, rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Hopefully, you guys give me a five-star review. I hope I'm giving you guys great material and everything like that. Now, at the end of last week's episode, I did mention something, and I'm going to go ahead and remind you guys one more time. This is not the only Access Code podcast episode I'm giving you this week. I'm actually giving you guys another one this Thursday. It's a bonus episode. I had an exclusive interview with my man, Big J Rizzle. He's an artist from Houston. And let me tell you guys, this guy, I'm happy he was able to reach out to me and everything. You guys should check it out. Okay. Support me and support Big J Rizzle and check him out. I'm going to go ahead and put the description of that episode when the episode drops of his socials and everything like that. But check that out. So we working. And also you guys, before I leave, I have to mention this right now. From last week's episode that I had with Chisel Adonis. For real, I love all y'all. I'm going to mention that before we end this podcast because you know I do. But the reception I got from it, the seeing the numbers, y'all, in the day, great, great. I just, I loved it. And I don't know, it just, I, that day was just a good day for me because I dropped two reels. Uh, reels that's on the Instagram thing. I don't know. I had dropped a clip from the show. And when I talked about the, the dude that looked like John Cena that's black, and I posted on that. It's a 20-second clip I posted. And I don't know. It just my notifications was just blink, 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 blink. It was going, it was going out of control. And um, I, I did not expect that. And then I dropped the the other one I dropped because I didn't do it on the access code page, but I did it on my, my Facebook and I did it on my Twitter. 
but the one I had put it on my Instagram, like the at, uh, at handsome hands down. That's how you know what? Since I'm getting a good reception on this one, let me just see if people like that one too. And people did. We talking over thirteen thousand likes on one video and over eleven thousand likes on another video. At least at the time when I last looked. So y'all, you know, thank you guys just for tuning in to me. Uh, tuning in to me. Tuning in, listening to me. <laughs> for real, y'all. No, like seriously, y'all are the best. I love doing this podcast. I'm a, and, and you guys just doing this just helps me just just get motivated to give you guys another episode. I was super excited to do this one because I had big plans for it and everything like that. Um, and shit, we're gonna see what happens for the next one coming up and everything. But let's go ahead and end this on a good note because I gotta say it. I gotta say it. I love you guys. I love each and last one of y'all that's listening to this. Thank you once again for tuning in to Access Code. Yeah. I don't want to do this. <laughs>